Blog Talk Radio. Okay, no problem. Thank you. And you have Dr. Neil Shaw online. Well, good morning, Dr. Shaw. Good morning, Janice. How are you? I am great. I've been very anxious to talk to you about this uh, upcoming new documentary, uh, The uh, Color of Care, premiering on May 1 on the Smithsonian Channel, um, 8 o'clock Eastern and Pacific Time. I understand this uh, very important film uh, documentary is executive produced by Oprah Winfrey, so uh, we know it's going to be good. Now, The Color of Care... um, an original documentary tracing and just digging into some very scary problems within the American healthcare system. Give us the, the, the whole details about this film. You bet. Um, so it's a powerful documentary, and it's, um, it was inspired by uh, a family that Oprah read about uh, that um, you know, they, 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 they brought a loved one uh, to three different hospitals and then were dismissed from each of them uh, at the height of the pandemic. Uh, and ultimately, um, uh, this person this person died. And, and so th- that was sort of the lead into examining more deeply um, how people of color suffer from just systemically substandard health care and trying to understand why. Now, you yourself, as a globally recognized uh, doctor expert in healthcare, were you surprised at the findings that this documentary has revealed? I don't think surprised is the right word. I think that, uh, you know, there were long-standing inequities in our healthcare system, um, particularly along racial lines, but what COVID did is it took all of them and it threw them into a pressure cooker. It made everything worse, and it also really just brought into stark relief, I think, things that had been long-standing problems. Um, and, um, yeah, it was just gut-wrenching to see. Uh, and also, I think, because it made, honestly, racism so visible in our country, hopefully it made it more possible to have direct conversations about what's actually going on. Now, uh the, the documentary, again, will be airing on May 1, 8 p.m. Eastern and Pacific Time on the Smithsonian Channel. Um, it really shows how racism is just deeply embedded and, and rooted in the U.S. healthcare system. I know the answers, more than one, are very multilayered and complex, but since you are recognized as a an global expert on designing solutions that help improve healthcare, can you just give us a little bit of an answer as to where do you begin? Where does the system begin to dismantle this problem? Sure, um, and I'm not even sure that this requires all of that expertise. But it's one of the things that I learned uh, early in my career as a professor is that 95% of solving a problem is just defining it correctly, and you can't define a problem unless you name it. So for a long time in the American healthcare system, we've known that there are racial disparities, that people of color and black people in particular have worse healthcare outcomes. But we haven't been uh, intentional enough about really interrogating the reasons why and naming the actual problem, which is not racial disparities, it's racism. And so 
are there any, you know, as, as people are watching this, especially people of color are watching this documentary, um, what can people do, people of color especially, at, after you watch something like this, it just it makes you want to cry, it makes you feel hopeless, uh, just an array of emotions. So what can people do of color? Of, you know, everybody you sooner or later is going to have to go to the doctors for a, a myriad of reasons. So what, what do you suggest? I appreciate that question so much, Janice, because the purpose of the film isn't to terrify people. Um, it's really in, intended to be, a, a, honestly, a hopeful film that um, reflects the degree to which not only, um, I mean, of course, it, it, it shows some terrible tragedies that result from racism that became very evident during the pandemic, but it also demonstrates a number of leaders within healthcare institutions, including the American Medical Association, um, speaking very clearly about what the actual problem is that has to be addressed. And I think that um, my, my, my hope is that through not just the film, but the whole campaign around the film, the dialogue that we're having now, uh, it uh, you, you can't fix what you don't see, and you can't see what you don't name. So I, I do think that's a really important first step. Now, you mentioned campaign. I understand that the Color of Care uh, is launching a very aggressive um Campaign that will involve medical and nursing schools, healthcare workers, policymakers. Tell us some more, more details about the campaign. I think that's one of the most uh, you know exciting parts of the, of the film is that it's really recognizing that this is a watershed moment, um, much in the way that the George Floyd murder was, uh, you know, two summers ago now. Uh, in thinking about policing in our country, uh, policing is one of the leading indicators of structural racism in the United States, and honestly, healthcare. It's the other, uh, uh, where we need to recognize that, um, you know, a bad system will beat a good person every time. And so you can have really good people, really well-intended people, really well-trained people um, delivering services, but if the institution uh, isn't set up to treat all people fairly, um, you know, you get, you get outcomes that are unfair and equitable. Now, I also understand, which this is very exciting to see, that a part of the campaign will also be engaging historically black colleges and universities, uh, HBCUs for short. Uh, tell us a little bit more about that in our remaining few minutes here. You bet. Yeah, I mean, I think um, during every inflection point in social progress, um, you know, I, I'm 40 years old, so uh, I don't know if that's old or young, but that that's long enough to have seen significant social progress in my lifetime. And this feels like that's why I call it a watershed moment. Um, it's going to take collective action and it requires um, working with HBCUs and emerging leaders and young people of color uh, and black people in particular to uh, really understand what these issues are, be able to name them uh, and to be part of the solutioning. And it equally requires reaching out to uh, healthcare institutions and making sure that we're training our nurses and our doctors differently and really training them uh, to take a position of not defensiveness but humility in examining the role of racism in our healthcare institutions. Since you've been on the front line in healthcare as well as uh, a featured participant in this film, do you, is there hope? I mean, it's such a monumental problem and it's so deeply rooted. I mean, what kind of hope do you see with this being resolved? 
I see a lot of hope. I see, um, you know, um, institutions are shaped by the people at the top. And one of the things that gives me the greatest hope is that we're starting to see more people of color uh, and more people who have lived in embodied experience with these issues in key leadership roles um, in a way that I've never seen in my career. Uh, I think that's been different in the last couple of years. The other thing that gives me a lot of hope is that we still live in a very segregated country where your zip code can be a really large determinant of what you have access to. And I think that that is also starting to change, uh, not necessarily the segregation, but the fact that, um, you know, uh, healthcare is starting to enter into the digital era. And, um, you know, part of the promise of telehealth and things like that that really cropped up during the pandemic is that physical proximity shouldn't be you know, a barrier to what you have access to. Um, and that's been a big part of my own professional focus these days. I'm a big, big fan of telehealth. I've used it now a couple of times. I really love it. It's very, very convenient. Well, anyway, yes. Dr. Shaw, thank you so much for giving us an insight about The Color of Care premieres again Sunday, May 1, 8 p.m. Eastern and Pacific on the Smithsonian Channel, executive produced by Oprah Winfrey. So, again, Dr. Shaw, thank you so much for giving us this, this, this information. You bet, Janice. Thank you for having me. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer a hand clapper a high fiver I kind of like the high five but if you want to hone in on those winning moves check out Chumba Casino at ChumbaCasino.com choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes there are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses so don't wait start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com no purchase necessary BGW void prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus